What the f is wrong with George Santos? You may be asking yourself, who is that guy in the first place? You've probably only begun to hear about him as of recently. Well, he is the newly elected congressman from Long Island. This guy slid into victory on a magic carpet of lies. And not just the typical politician, I'll tell you what you want to hear to get your vote type of lie. No. These lies are so obvious and senseless, it makes no sense that he even made them. It wasn't flip-flopping on issues. He crafted a whole new life and identity for himself. The district is not only deeply blue, it has been blue for a long time. And a district that he flipped red. Guess it goes to show you that even rich, wealthy, and elitist snobs can be conned. Let's just review all the lies he told so far. Number one, Santos ran for the same district in 2020. On his campaign website at the time, he claimed to have attended a prestigious prep school in New York. Here's the excerpt from that website. Quote, he began Horace Mann Preparatory School in the Bronx. However, did not graduate from Horace Mann due to financial difficulties for his family. I can't lie! The school says they have no record of his attendance. Number two, Santos claimed to have earned college degrees at NYU and Barrett College. I can't lie! He never graduated. In fact, he never attended either school. This lie Santos refers to as, quote, embellishing his resume, which begs the question, why? What are you really trying to cover up? If he's covering up something dark or devious, then he's an evil coward who can't own up to his own decisions. If he's not covering up something, then he's a pathological liar. And that's dangerous. It's psychopathic. And do we really want someone in government without a conscience and without empathy? Number three, Santos claimed to have worked at Citigroup and Goldman Sachs. I can't lie! He's admitted now that he never worked there, but with the caveat he worked for both banks through a third party. Of course, he has provided no evidence that that's actually true. Number four, Weirdly enough, with no college education and a vague employment history, he started an investment firm in 2021. However, the firm closed in 2022 after failing to file paperwork. He made millions in just months, with no explanation as to how he was able to start the firm or how he made industry connections. This one isn't a lap per se, but it's definitely sketchy. That's suspicious. That's weird. Number five. Santos claims to have started a charity called Friends of Pets United. He boasted about saving thousands of dogs and cats. I can't lie! There are no IRS records the charity even existed. After this was exposed, he said he only campaigned for the group and helped some animals find foster homes. Number six. On his campaign website, Santos claimed that his grandparents on his mother's side escaped the Holocaust. I can't lie! There is no proof that this is true. In fact, those grandparents were born in Brazil. Number seven, this is the big kahuna. It's strange and racist in a new way. Santos constantly told people that he was Jewish. He even claimed this to the Republican Jewish Coalition. In a position paper, he referred to himself as an American Jew. I can't lie! He's actually Catholic. After getting busted for lying about his ethnicity, Santos dropped this whopper. He claimed on Fox News that he only referred to himself as being Jew-ish. Number eight, Santos claimed to own more than a dozen rental properties across the state. 
I can't lie! He doesn't own any buildings. He later said that his family owned them and he just used them. Number nine. This is perhaps the darkest, most macabre lie. In an uncovered tweet, he claims that his mother died in 9-11. However, five months later, he claimed that his mother died on December 23rd, 2016. I can't lie! There's no way this woman died twice. Santos has not addressed this lie. An obituary confirms that the December date is accurate, not the one about 9-11. Number 10. Santos claimed to have been mugged on his way to pay more than $2,000 in back rent on his queen's apartment he was evicted from. He said this in a sworn statement in housing court in 2016. I can't lie! There is no NYPD record of the mugging. In an affidavit, Santos claims he was, quote, unable to provide a police report at the time and was told to come back a few days later. There are also a bunch of weird campaign expenses. In a filing with the Federal Election Commission, there are nearly 40 expenditures that are all listed at the exact same amount, $199.99. It's not just odd, it's a beneficial coincidence. These are one cent below the amount the FEC requires a campaign to keep receipts for. There's also a mysterious expense for nearly $11,000 in rent to a company called Cleaner123. The address is to a house in Long Island, one that a neighbor says Santos lived in for three months. All these lies and he still got elected. You're probably thinking, hey, but no one knew this. It only recently came out after he won his seat. You'd be wrong. Santos's lies were first unveiled four months ago by the North Shore Leader, a small paper in Long Island. They dutifully detailed all of Santos's dubious claims. Local political observers even dubbed him George Scamtos. The North Shore leader highlighted all the glaring gaps in Santos's September 6th financial disclosures, which was filed 20 months after they were due. In it, he claimed to have a net worth of $11 million. This included bank accounts ranging from one to five million, a condo in Rio de Janeiro worth between half a million to a million dollars, and business interests between one and five million. Two years earlier, when he ran for the same seat, his disclosure listed his total assets, bank accounts, stocks, property, as less than $5,000. His income was only listed at around $50,000. In 2020, federal prosecutors seized Harbor Hill Capital, the venture fund where Santos was a director. Prosecutors labeled that a Ponzi scheme. But here comes what is likely another lie. After mysteriously coming into all this money, Santos claimed to own two mansions, yet there was no U.S. property listed on his financial disclosures. In reality, Santos and his husband live in a rented apartment in Queens, and he drives a Nissan. On his initial FEC filing, Santos claims to have loaned his campaign nearly $600,000. This loan does not appear on his more recent FEC filing. So who the f knows what Santos earns or owns? But what we do know is a snake is trying to slither his way into the D.C. swamp. And at a time when Republicans should be demanding that he resign, they are defending him. Marjorie Taylor Greene is defending him, saying the left is only attacking Santos because he is gay. Mums the word with House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy. All because he needs Santos's vote to become House Speaker. Long Island prosecutors are investigating Santos, and many have called for a House Ethics Committee investigation but the Republican Party is embracing him. Sounds about right. 
even though Santos did all the lying, it's the GOP that's coming out worse for the wear. Have they no shame? They can whine and about Hunter's laptop all they want. But when they prop up a guy like Santos, they don't care about corruption and ethics or abuse of power. They only care about being in power. They want to be the ones they get to abuse it. So instead of saying what the is wrong with Santos, maybe we should be asking what the is wrong with the Republican Party.